everyone, and welcome back to Beyond the Veil. I'm your host, Madison Ford. Today, the day this episode goes live, marks the date one year ago when we first announced the podcast to the world. I've been feeling a lot of feelings about this. (laughs) It took a lot of courage for me to put the call out for guests into the world, but you all have answered the call beyond my expectations by sharing your stories and listening in with what others had to say. We've had so many wonderful folks chat with us about Potter and their mental health journeys, fans from all over the world. Thank you all for listening, sharing your stories, and being part of this very magical part of the Potter community. This week, to celebrate this special occasion, we're bringing back one of our guests for an update episode. Juliana was on episode 8 on Overcoming Isolation. Juliana gives us a life update and goes in depth on how getting more involved in the Potter community has affected her mental health in a positive way. It's been a great year, and I'm excited to see what the next one brings. Now, let's dive in. Welcome back to Beyond the Veil, everyone. And welcome back to our guest, Juliana, who has been on the show before, and we are so happy to have you back. Yay! Here I am, back again. (laughs) Um, So for anyone who didn't, either maybe they didn't hear the first time you were on the show, or uh, they have forgotten, because it was a very long time ago, almost a year now, um, but can you just give a little summary of yourself for them? Sure. Hello, everyone. Uh, so I'm Juliana. Okay. I am a Hufflepuff. My muggle job is a dietitian. And you all may know me from all my crazy running escapades that I talk about on my other podcast that I am on, Acupolitics. And if you know anything about me, you know that I like to run long distances. So <laughs> that's kind of a, a general brief summary of where I'm starting from. <laughs> That it's just making me laugh just thinking about all of the running things that I do see on Acupolitics now. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a much more running centered po- podcast at this point, solely because <laughs> I'm there. Uh, so, since the last time we heard from you on this podcast, can you give us a kind of a life update? What's been going on? Yeah, so. Just as Madison said, it's been almost exactly a year. It'll probably be pretty, pretty darn close to a year by the time this is like edited and put out. Wow. Which is wacko. And yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy that because I was episode eight. So I was pretty close to the beginning. So you were like just starting out, which is awesome. You've mm-hmm. come so far and it's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so last time, last time we spoke, I did some running things. I ended up running the Boston Marathon was my least favorite race that I've ever run in my life. Hated it. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I also ran this thing called the Chowder Challenge, which is a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles, and a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles, back-to-back days, so the Saturday and the Sunday. And oh. that sounds worse when you say it out loud, but was my favorite race I've ever run. So huh. do the math. It doesn't fully work out. <laughs> but... I've done a lot of running in between. Last time you saw me, I was dating Steve. Steve is gone. Bye. 
bye, Steve. <laughs> bye. Miss, don't miss you. So that was kind of sad in the moment, but definitely not sad now. Um, mm-hmm. the, the sad thing that did happen to me the last year was I lost my best friend and my dog, Elaine. Mm-hmm. Um, she was my, my best buddy, and I had her for three and a half years, which was not long enough. But she had advanced lung cancer, and we had to put her down about a month and a half ago now. So I'm, I'm currently on the hunt for another dog because I just really like having a dog. And I like to give the dogs in the shelters a good home. So Yeah, we'll need a furry friend in our lives. Yeah. Um, and one other bigger thing is I am now part of the MuggleNet staff. <laughs> so that's exciting. So Madison and I have gotten to know each other a little bit better just from being on all that stuff together, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook and such. And so I was taken on by the Instagram team. And some of you probably already know I've been on Speak BC as a rotating host. And I am now the co host of Accio Politics, which is also a MuggleNet podcast. And yay. Yay. <laughs> so that's super exciting. And this was actually the first podcast I was ever on. Oh, uh, that's I don't so know cool. if you knew that. That I, I think I think it remember we talked about it that first time uh, when we recorded. And it's so awesome to see how you have you've been on three different Potter podcasts at this point. I know. That's, the <laughs> Muggle cast takeover is next. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. Um so one other thing that big that has happened to me in the last week is I just went through with a colon surgery. So wow. yeah, I had a rectoplexy done. I had a bunch of things kind of reassembled, I guess, in my abdomen. And that was last Wednesday. So tomorrow it would have been exactly a week. And I will say that I'm doing way better than I ever thought I would be doing. So that's absolutely fantastic. Yes. I'm so, so glad to hear that. That's when you hear something like a big surgery, you know, there's a lot of anxiety that comes with it. So hearing that you're doing well now, I'm, I'm just really, really glad. (laughs) Yeah. I honestly, I can't be thankful enough, especially to the people in like the Potter community as well. Like everyone in the Harry Potter fandom, MuggleNet and people that I've met through those, kind of channels have just been like spot on fantastic can't speak highly Mm. enough of them that's wonderful and that's a a great leaping off point because since we last talked um you have been so much more involved with the harry potter fandom mostly through mugglenet and i just want to know what that going from that experience you know from being a not so not that you weren't involved in the fandom, but it is a difference when you start like being in a community like MuggleNet. And so, oh, yeah. yeah. What's that experience like? Yeah. I mean, I think when we were on episode eight, I said that the thing that I liked the most about Harry Potter, like growing up was like that community, you know, when mm-hmm. you're talking to people and you're doing speculating theories about the books and like you go to the movies and watch it with people and you get to just to talk Potter with people. Oh, yeah. That was something that I think I said I really missed. And I know I really missed as an adult. And I fully did not realize how much I missed it until I became part of MuggleNet. 
Mm-hmm. And the community at MuggleNet and all the little various channels that have kind of sprouted off of that is just absolutely fabulous. I mean, we've kind of seen that in the last couple of weeks after that JK Rowling tweet as well. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the rallying behind the fandom itself for yeah. being supportive and inclusive and just like overall there for other people who are Potterheads, which totally absolutely fantastic. But I've just had honestly just a great experience being a bigger part of the Potter community through MuggleNet. One of the bigger, some of the bigger things um, I guess are the Patronus page, which is for the MuggleNet staffers. But for those of you people who are not MuggleNet staffers, it's more so like a place where you can vent your brain dumps and anxieties and wins and losses and just have a non-judgmental zone that you can throw what you're worried or anxious or excited about into. Mm. And for me, that has really been a great game changer because everyone who has access to that page has been nothing but supportive and given me some actually pretty great advice. I've That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. There are so many things that I've been like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go do that right now. That's actually legitimately a great idea. Why did I not think of that? <laughs> Is there so, anything that stands out from that? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I think maybe... I can't think of anything specific, but I know like right after I lost Elaine, I posted on there and I had a lot of people who like, I think one person suggested like a, a remembrance journal and I actually went and online mm-hmm. and I bought a remembrance journal. I've been like filling it out, which has been like really therapeutic for me to like remember all of the happy memories and all of the sad memories and just writing them down in a place so I don't feel like I'm going to forget them either. Yeah. So I guess I'll say that for now. Yeah, well, that's I didn't know that existed. Uh, that's yeah, that me neither. Like a great resource. <laughs> yeah, as I said, like just getting these like random little bits of information that you're like, oh wow, yeah, di- actually didn't know that. So thank you. Yeah, so that's a that's awesome thing. Yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic, and I mean, just from that community as well, I've actually become like best friends with someone. Um, Mm -hmm. shout out to Kim. Hey, Kim. Uh, (laughs) so her and I started out on the Instagram team together. We're still on the Instagram team together, but we just kind of started chatting just solely because we were both on that team. And literally over the last year, like she's become one of my best friends and such an invaluable resource to me. And she, I mean, she called me like right before I went into surgery, made sure everything was okay. And no, we haven't actually met in person. She's just my one of my internet friends, but I don't want to even just say just an internet mm-hmm. friend because a lot of us people in the Potter community can kind of speak to the validity and realness of having friends who you don't see physically but are there for you so much more sometimes yeah. than the physical friends you see because they, they just get you. For some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand completely. And it's, uh, I think there was actually a post in the Patronus page the other day about the the real validity of, and the, the importance these online friendships have, especially in our lives. Um, so I'm, I've heard that happening 
multiple times through people interacting in the fandom. And I, you know, I've experienced it myself. So I'm really glad that that's been a new support system for you. Like finding one of your best friends that, you know, that's huge. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's been like a huge game changer for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I literally can't speak highly enough of Kim and how she's just been a great emotional support for me and just giving me, she's like helped me with a bunch of like therapy breakthroughs too. Not even just mm. to get too personal, but like I have some variation on OCD, but like she helped me like identify some things that I do that I was like, Oh, holy crap. Like, Oh my God. I literally had like breakthroughs with my mental disorders because of, her and I'm like I literally owe you my life Kim Wow. <laughs> so that has just been absolutely fantastic but also I, I met my co-host Adri who's been really great and mm-hmm. that kind of led me to being able to co-host Acupolitics which my my main goal when I joined MuggleNet wasn't to don't kill me anyone from the from the staff up above (laughs) wasn't really to be part of the Instagram team. Like that was kind of like my in Mm -hmm. into it. And I still, I still do enjoy doing it. It's not something that I despise doing, but it's not like my passion. My, my goal when I joined MuggleNet was to be on a podcast. Mm -hmm. And currently I've done it multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. You've succeeded. (laughs) So goal achieved. But yeah, Adri has helped me achieve that goal too because she had her podcast, Acupolitics, going already and had lost her co-host and I volunteered to help her with whatever she needed. And she's like, you want to be on like multiple weeks? And I was like, yeah, all the weeks. All the weeks, please. (laughs) So that has been absolutely fantastic. And I mean, just in general, I had a really crappy year. Uh It was not good. Just yeah. like bad things happening left and right. But honestly, the thing that like helped one of the things that held me together the most was just the MuggleNet community and the Harry Potter community. So honestly, just thank you to all of you for everything. Well, thank you for being a part of it. You know, there's there's so much. Um, I think everyone gets to just by sharing a part of yourself. I think that that's a huge way of helping other people and I know for me, sometimes like if when I read some of the stuff that you've been going through, um, it it always is when people share, it's a place it offers a place of reflection for other people as well. Um, so thank you for always being willing to be vulnerable and share yourself and um, and for doing it in this Harry Potter themed environment, which has been really wonderful. Well, I just want to say thank you to you, too, because I know you do the same thing. And I totally agree that when you look at someone else's kind of self-reveal, it Mm -hmm. kind of reflects back on you and you can identify things that are happening in your own life or it just centers you a little bit more. Like if I'm having a bad day and it's just because I stubbed my toe or something that's not really significant or anything. But then I see that someone else got in a huge car crash or someone else lost their dog or something else happened to them. I can kind of sympathize with them, put that in perspective. And in a way, it helps me reframe my day to be like, oh, how can I help this person? And my day really, truly is not that terrible. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Grounding is a really good word for it. So yeah. bringing you into a larger reality of what's happening to everyone around you as well. Yeah. Well, and I think that's another huge part of the Harry Potter community too, is what you said, bringing yourself into a like wider awareness of the world around you. Mm-hmm. Just because I know you and I, Carly, are not even in the t- same time zone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so just having a constant connection to all of these people who we all share a, co- a common thread of we all love Harry Potter. And we're just all over the place and we're all living different lives. We're all having different day to day experiences. Some of us have kids. Some of us have dogs. Some of us. I don't know, live in tiny houses. Some of us live in mansions. And it's very nice to get that global perspective from people you know aren't going to like judge your questioning or anything. And people Mm -hmm. you know you can just kind of learn from and ask questions and be like, oh, well, what, what was it like when you were living in Texas? Oh, that can you help me with with this? I've never I just moved here and I've never like filed for unemployment in this state or something. Yeah. That was something that like I deal with last year. Um, so I definitely think that this community on the whole does bring kind of more of a global awareness to your being, I guess. Yeah. That's a good, that's a great way to put it. Um, so in part of the, growing global awareness and getting deeper into Potter. Um, I'm curious to know, we've talked a little bit about acupolitics, but can you talk to us a little bit more about what that journey was like for you becoming a co-host? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so like what I said, my main in- interior motive when I joined MuggleNet was to be on a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's our starting point here. So I, Adri had me on as her one of her guest hosts, and we did the podcast, and we were talking afterwards, and she was telling me, oh, I just lost my, my last host. I've been looking for other hosts, and would you, like, want to be a rotating host? And, like, literally my heart skipped a beat, and I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So that's more or less where it started, and... I started being on every week. We kind of had a little bit of hiccups at the beginning. Those of you who do listen to Acupolitics as well probably noticed that there was a period where we really only had one episode a month coming out just because Adri and I both had a lot of things in our lives going on and she was kind of dealing with like not being the only person putting out like essentially kind of like a two-person podcast Mm -hmm. for months and months and months. So there was kind of some backlog on things. Plus, I didn't know how to edit yet. I've only edited four things right now. So I'm still working on it. (laughs) But it's a work in progress. Yeah. Check out this week, this past week, and this coming week for Juliana's rough and tumble editing skills. I can't wait. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so we did that. I'm just kind of learning as I go with that, which I think is great. Because my ultimate end goal is to have my own podcast. Probably, if you hadn't guessed it, more about running. (laughs) No one would ever know. They would never guess. (laughs) But 
that's kind of my end goal. I have some ideas for it, but this is something that I really do love doing with Adri and it's teaching me so many things as I'm going along and we're both just kind of pushing each other to improve as we go. So that's been really great. We've restructured a lot of things. I'm editing now as well as she is. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a great learning experience on the whole and I'm really happy for it. I love the idea of getting to learn totally new skill sets through just through the origin point of something that you already love working with Harry Potter to learn how to edit a podcast uh, to, you know, like even to put together, you know, to structure an episode. Cause that's a whole thing that uh, takes time to do. And it's another thing I've experienced, you know, as I've been in the same you're you're having the experience that I have had, you know, where you are working for MuggleNet, um, doing this work, learning these things, then moving to do podcast things as well. Um, and I just, I think it's a, I wish that there were more ways for people to learn in their everyday life using the things that they love the most. And uh, it's part of why it's so awesome that there are things like classes with Harry Potter themes that aren't just English classes about the books, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I think a really good example of that that just popped into my head because probably because I was listening to her podcast this morning and how I found her was through you was Mm -hmm. um, Janine Scarlet, Dr. Janine Scarlet. Yes. Who uses superheroes and Harry Potter as like an entry point into therapy for people who wouldn't necessarily be open to going to therapy or doing anything with therapy. And I actually read her book after you had her on this podcast and mm-hmm. I want to have her on Acupolitics too. That's another, <laughs> that's another, cause I, I think she, she really is onto something. Mm-hmm. And I, I read her. I agree. Yeah. And it's, it's taking Harry Potter as like the main entry point. And like you said, applying it to things that you can use in your day to day or professional life. And definitely things that you would learn at a therapy session are things that you're going to use in your day-to-day life and are completely invaluable. And the fact that she can use Harry Potter as a solid like diving board into that is just phenomenal. It's done so, so well. And it just gets me all like, where you get really excited and passionate about something, but don't have words. It's just that strong feeling of, yes, I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and people are like, why? You're like, I just do. I just, I do. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me. So kind of reflecting back on the the past year and, and on your experiences with Potter um, before you started getting involved with all of these additional Harry Potter activities, um, I wonder how your experience with the Potter series is different now that your fandom experience has changed. Yeah, this is definitely the quote unquote adult version Mm -hmm. of the experience, not only just because I am an adult now and no longer in middle school or high school, but I feel like this is like the Harry Potter fandom 2.0 where I remember in high school, it was pretty much just about like Harry Potter and like you would have friends who are into Harry Potter, and I just I love the community that's around it. That's like that's the thing that I love the most. Mm-hmm. It's I think the community, and then just the fact that I can find 
solace and comfort in reading the books over and over again. Yeah. So those are kind of my two favorite things about the Harry Potter series in general. But obviously in high school, we weren't really like breaching big topics because none of us had lost a parent yet. None of us had lost a major job. None of us got mm-hmm. dumped at the altar by our to be husband or whatever. I'm just making stuff up at this point. Um, <laughs> that has not happened to me, but thank God. <laughs> but we hadn't gone through these big life changing experiences yet. And we were just kind of experiencing Potter as it was. And now mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're experiencing Potter as it applies to life. Mm. too. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're still like loving and, talking about all Harry things Harry Potter related, but now we're connecting with each other on like an even more deep level, I feel like, mm-hmm. which honestly is absolutely fabulous because it's given me what I missed from high school plus so much more. Yeah. Being involved with this experience. And like we said before, it's such a diverse community of people too. We have people even just on the MuggleNet team who are literally everywhere in the globe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can just learn so much from that. But definitely, I would call this like adult Harry Potter community or Harry Potter community 2.0. And I I truly just love it. And it just goes to show that like, the, I, like I love the books. And like I said, like rereading the books, I'm doing that now, actually, because after mm-hmm. my surgery, I started rereading them. Plus, I got the... um adult quote-unquote harry potter sorcerer's stone copy as a gift from someone honestly that artwork is absolutely freaking gorgeous and there is a another piece of artwork on the inside cover that is of the hogwarts castle that also i was like holy crapola this is gorgeous (laughs) do i need to rebuy all the books no i do not so i'm controlling myself at this point (laughs) i don't know how long that will last that's debatable (laughs) Uh, anytime there's a new copy of the books it always feels that way the people at warner brothers know and scholastic know that we like to buy things we do (laughs) we like to have knickknacks and we like to have multiple copies of the exact same book just with different things on the front but that aside my main (laughs) point was that this community is so much more than just the books it's the people who are part of it and it's everything around it and i just think it's lovely I 100% agree. It's uh, it is interesting how as we get older, the the lessons feel like they apply so much more directly. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's maybe because we we grow up with the characters, so then it's really like they're living inside of us the way our childhood selves do, or maybe. Uh, if it happens differently somehow that's I guess that's kind of my theory of how it worked for me but um, I'm I'm glad that they are uh, that these characters and situations and places are so adaptable to our life experiences yeah and I I, yeah that makes sense to me what you just said yeah Mm -hmm. I agree so as you've been moving through this new part of your life which you've mentioned has been the past year has been really tough Messy, um, <laughs> Yeah. But how has, we've touched on this, but can you walk us through how being more involved in the fandom has helped you work through these different issues that you've gone through? 
Yeah, I think one of the main things that it's done is provide me with kind of some of that grounding Mm -hmm. and also some of that introspect into that I'm not alone because as you may remember from episode eight of Beyond the Veil, (laughs) Juliana deals with loneliness as one of her bigger issues. So what my brain likes to do is tell itself that, oh, it's just you. It's just you. You're you're a freak. It's just you. No one else has these issues. You're just going to have to deal with it. It's just you. Um, That's something that has, I know now as a grown adult, my family low-key conditioned me to think. But again, therapy. I'll see Anne on Thursday. We're working on it. Um, (laughs) Good. Love Anne. So... I was seeing Anne when you when I was here. I've seen Anne for like almost three years now. Shout out to Anne. She's killing it. Go Anne. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's provided me with the thought that, no, you're not alone. You can ask for help for these things. You don't just have to sit there and suffer. and that, Or you just don't have to sit there and be like, yay, I did this. Like, you can share your highs you can share your lows and that has been something that's really grounded me and just knowing that i have this community essentially in my pocket that i can go to at any hour of the day at any day of the year and someone is going to be there for me no matter what which honestly is so comforting and literally all you can ask for someone yeah. who is constantly worrying about being lonely. Mm-hmm. Just so, a Facebook message away. Yeah, it's just, it's so nice. And I've met so many fabulous people like yourself. Um, like I said, Kim, like Adri, even like offshoot people who have like contacted me through Instagram because they realized I was on Acheopolitics and I've been like commenting on all of our Instagram stuff. And so I've actually developed like friendships, online friendships with like two or three other girls just mm-hmm. through Instagram, which has been really nice. Oh, that's awesome. So that has been a huge help for me because that's something I would have never done before. I don't think before I joined MuggleNet, I never used the Instagram DM feature ever. <laughs> Right. And now, and now I come back and I have like 20 DMs and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, "Ooh, that's a stark contrast." But I mean, it's in in the best physical way possible. Like it is right. I am not complaining. I am more or less praising these people for what my brain likes to tell me and I know it's not true. It actually wanting to talk to me because that's just that's just silly brain silly brain talk. Goodbye. Um so <laughs> So for me, it's just that has been like a huge game changer, just interacting with all these people I never would have talked to before. Like I mentioned up top, Kim, can't speak highly enough of Kim, now currently one of my best friends. We have, she lives halfway across the country. We have the weirdest parallels in our life. (laughs) One of the weirdest things, okay, you're going to laugh when you hear this because this is just stupid, but it happened every so every time something like bad would happen to either one of us in the last year mm-hmm. we would win a giveaway 
on on Instagram. What? Or, we would, or someone would gift us some. Someone would hand us something like free in real life. Like That's bizarre. Like the day Steve broke up with me, I got a gift card to a shoe store. <laughs> The day that her cat died, she won, like, a huge Instagram giveaway. The day that Elaine died, I won two giveaways. Wow. Like, it, it literally happened without fail. With every single big, like, like even not, like the smaller things. Like, the day that I realized I had to get surgery, I won a giveaway. And <laughs> it was just the most weird, bonkers thing <laughs> that was just happening to both of us simultaneously. That's so <laughs> throughout all of 2019. Especially that laugh. happened to both of you. That's what are the odds? <laughs> it was bonkers bananas. Like just I I I cannot tell you why it happened. I think the only thing I can tell you is that I guess Kim and I were meant to be friends. Because <laughs> we're we're clearly in the same bizarre world. Yeah, it's like defeating a mountain troll together. That's just yeah. Some things you have to be friends when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> we said we caught the shit happens, get free stuff bug. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> we're like, okay. And every time we're like, one, one, it was, yeah, it was just, it was bizarre. But I love Kim. But yeah, also, I've, like, I met five other, four or five other fantastic ladies through the Speak Beastie group um we do the youtube series that they put out for the for their patreon group every other week Mm -hmm. which honestly has been absolutely fantastic because i'm the only one in america in that group too oh wow so that's been awesome we have like a rolling facebook chat that goes like literally all day all well because we're in different time zones too like all hours of the day but we (laughs) we've been doing that for like four or five months now and honestly those ladies i can't speak highly enough of them either and i never would have met them if i hadn't joined MuggleNet or been part of the harry potter community it's it's strange because i you know we have our recording doc here you know and we've talked so i have known this stuff about how your life has changed but as we're sitting here and i'm remembering the last time we talked it's really hitting me how many Different. new yeah, all of these new relationships. So you were feeling so alone last time, and it is really hitting me now how much, uh, how much more rich connection it feels like you have in your life than last time. And it's one thing to know it, then it's another thing to feel it. And right at that moment, you know, hearing you talk about that, it, it must, it feels that way. You give me goosebumps now. I'm like, Whoa. she's right. <laughs> No, you, no, you're 100 percent right. And honestly, like what I said about the Instagram DMs thing, like that's honestly one of the best visual depictions I can kind of tell listeners is that before, no one messaged me, mm-hmm. and clearly, like I haven't changed that that much as a person over the last year, but just like how I was involved and things that I was doing personally, that weren't like super conducive to meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I just hadn't met like the right community of new people. Yeah. And just going from not ever using the Instagram DM function to literally coming back. I haven't even checked my phone yet, but I'm sure I swear to the Lord, I probably have like 20 to 30 Instagram messages, like five or six Facebook messages, three or four texts. 
which last year I would have gone back to my phone. Maybe would have been my mom if I was lucky. Mm. Maybe. So just you're right. Like this Harry Potter community being part of MuggleNet, just being more involved on the whole has brought my life just a whole nother level of happiness and richness and just made me so much feel so much better on the whole. And mm-hmm. I, I just can't thank people enough. Truly. I can't. Uh, for everyone listening, this is, this is not supposed to be a, <laughs> an advertisement or, or like a, a recruitment for MuggleNet. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, I think more than anything, I mean, MuggleNet is wonderful and awesome. And if you want to be a part, it's an amazing organization. But I think it just speaks to the power of the fandom community and coming into, um, and this can happen, you know, if you go to a convention, this will happen with certain, you know, if you find online Facebook groups like the the Hogwarts Running Club, um, there are so many groups out there like MuggleNet, there are so many other areas of fandom that have opportunities to help work through some of that loneliness that I know everybody experiences every once in a while. Yeah. And I think it really speaks to the fact that I know a lot of blogs and people and even therapists will tell you that the best way to meet people is solely just meeting people in person and that it just doesn't work that way for everyone. Yeah. I mean, that, that I, I have a great community of people that I run with and found with, and they're, they're absolutely lovely, but they're not, they're more of my friends out of love of running. And then like a few just kind of out of just knowing other people and of convenience of location and things such as that. But these people that you are meeting, you have, you share something that you connect with already. You don't have to find like a jumping off point really. Right. And it, for me, it helped me kind of like fill the gaps that my like in life, in real, like real life people and friends and family weren't filling. And even beyond that, like kind of just like expand everything Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I'd say that even if it's not MuggleNet, because you, you know, definitely don't have to go through MuggleNet to find this, because it's more the people than it is the organization. But finding some kind of online community is a, honestly a fantastic way to try and meet new people and get rid of some of that loneliness. And who knows, like you might pe- meet people who you meet first online, and then maybe you'll go and vacation with them at some point or meet up at a convention or you are talking to them for like six months like cat our our um head of social media she lives in the same state as me did not realize that (laughs) so talking to her for months and clearly did not realize she was like three hours away from me so silly things like that where the person just might not the people you may want to talk to may not be accessible within like a mile radius of where you live, but don't stop that from letting you connect with people and don't let the stigma of online relationships get you down because that's stupid. Yeah. 
It's important to be uh, like to be safe, but that's, you know, we live in a different time where meeting strangers on the internet does not automatically mean doom or, you know, danger. Uh, There are a lot of people who meet up online now and, you know, some of your online friends can become some of your best IRL friends. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. I just think that give it a shot. It really can't hurt. As we move toward uh, some of our last topics here, you have the really unique perspective, uh, Juliana, of being one of the only guests to come onto the show twice. And (laughs) yeah, it's so amazing. And so I am curious to know what your feelings on your own mental health, how have they shifted since the last time that we talked? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think I've progressed quite a lot in the last year. A lot mm-hmm. of it, I, I think I have it probably one third due to my therapist, one third due to marathon running, just because marathon running is like 90% mental. I learned that the first time I ran a marathon and I've obviously run many a miles since then. <laughs> and that has really helped me put everything in perspective. And then also just my friends and being part of the Harry Potter community has been like a game changer for me as well. So I've definitely seen, cause I definitely suffer from some variation of like ADD and OCD and anxiety and depression and seasonal affective disorder, just to list a few fun. <laughs> uh, so like definitely I've seen a huge reduction in a lot of the tendencies I have related to all of those issues like mm-hmm. significant I was even thinking because my anxiety used to be even just like a year or two ago used to be so terrible that if I had gone through with the surgery I just did I would have been like shaking and just freaking out at people and would have lost my marbles like way too many times than I care to admit mm-hmm. because I I know I have done that in the past, like prior to me being in therapy and running and everything like that. But I went in pretty calm and I been in recovery and like down and like for me, not running is a really big thing and I haven't run all week and I've not lost my shit once. And I was thinking back on that, that I haven't had like a nervous breakdown or a huge anxiety attack since then. And that's mind blowing to me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, holy crud. How did that happen? <laughs> so, but in a good way, in the best way possible. So I definitely have seen some really great strides, definitely nowhere close to the end of my mental health journey, but just at the beginning, which is, a good place to start because as we know from the sound of music, the beginning is a very good place to start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that has been absolutely fabulous. I still stand on the hill. I will die on of that. Everyone needs a therapist, be it once a minute, be it once an hour, be it once a week or once a year, you people, You need an impartial person that you can, I call it the wall that you can throw things at, that people that, sorry, that you don't have to worry about chucking things back at you. 
<laughs> so I still I will die on that hill, and that is the hill I will die on. Uh, also, I've just been able to embrace my inner Harry Potter nerd over the last year, which has honestly been great. I mean, my recovery this week consisted of putting together five new Harry Potter Lego sets with my mom. Amazing. (laughs) And also starting my bullet journal that my friend gifted to me, which all of the pages currently are Harry Potter themed. As they should be. (laughs) Yes, I just finished up the January calendar. I'm a tad late, but it's Patronus themed. So I drew my wolf at the bottom. Yes, that's amazing. Yes. But yeah, just being able to fully embrace that and love it. And I just feel like that was missing from my life before. And I'm happy to have it back. I'm so glad that you have it. And I'm so, I'm, it feels like a, I don't know. We know from, we know from studies and, uh, just general knowledge that mental health can improve and can get better when you have therapy and you connect with people and, you know, everybody fluctuates, right? Not everyone will be oh, yeah. on an up path forever. Um, oh yeah. I mean like even over the last year I've had highs and lows and I, I, right. I, you can, my, my mantra currently and has been this way for, I want to say like six, seven months now is you can only run the mile you're in, which essentially mm. means that you can only experience the moment that you're living in. You can't speed up time. You can't slow it down. You're going to get to the end point no matter what. So you might as well just embrace, sit with, and potentially enjoy what's happening in that moment. Wow. That rang very true with something in my own life right now. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I hope I'm not making you cry. No, no. I mean, it's uh, every once in a while, just in the podcast when I'm talking with someone and they say something because I have... Yeah, I'm I'm like you. It's like, oh, just to name a few of the different mental health issues I yeah. uh, struggle with. So every once in a while, something just really hits with what I'm going through and uh, makes me so grateful that I get to do this podcast and talk to these people um, like yourself, because I, uh, if no one out there listening, you know, benefits, I know that I do. <laughs> So, but I, I do think that uh, everyone, most people who listen probably get something out of every guest we have. And I just, I'm always grateful that I get that experience as well. I'm rambling, but. I guess for me, it, if I can help improve one person's day, like that, mm-hmm. that's like, a, that's a huge win for me because I know when people have helped me, I'm just forever grateful for them. So if I can, as the Hufflepuff that I am, if I can <laughs> reciprocate that feeling of love and or just understanding or acceptance or just being there for someone, I think that's beyond fantastic. Truly is. It is one of the best things about 
having connections with other people. Yeah. You you have your uh, the advice you just gave. Do you have any anything else that you want to share with everybody before we sign off here? Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I think just run the mile that you're in, everyone. Important. Just run, <laughs> just run, run the mile that you're in. And don't be afraid to have friends who are online. Mm-hmm. You might be missing on some, out on something else that you never knew existed in the first place. Yeah, definitely. Well, Julianne, I think we've reached a good stopping point and I want to thank you for joining us a second time. This has been so wonderful to get an update from you and to have you on the show again. Well, thank you for having me on. Honestly, it's been absolutely fantastic listening to this show progress, listening to you interview all these wonderful people, getting to know you a little bit better. So thank you. Can't say thank you enough. Thank you all for listening to our interview with Juliana. Juliana, thanks for coming back on the show and sharing with everyone once again. Next time, we've got another anniversary-themed episode for you. And all I'll say is that the tables have turned. If you want to support Beyond the Veil on Patreon, look for us at patreon.com slash beyondtheveilpod, where you can join our Facebook common room group, get access to blog posts, and more. If you want to be a guest on the show, please fill out the submission form below. We are always looking for more folks to come on and share their stories. Join me next time for another conversation in the headmaster's office. Take care.